Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A new scientific study shows wearing skinny jeans can cause bladder problems. Murph, you buy that? No. I don't buy that, John. I see no way. Excuse me, I gotta go. Live from WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Whew, that was quick. Uh, Got changed? Yeah, I'm ready. What's Bugging Andy coming up in just a few minutes. You know, it's already, we're coming up on the Independence Day, July 4th holiday weekend. Doesn't it seem like the summer's flying by? It doesn't seem like it should be July already. I know, it's just crazy. We've got the Cubs oh, Cardinals man. finally playing that game, uh, moving along. We'll keep you up to date on that, and you'll still be able to join it in plenty of time for the seventh inning or so. Yeah. Uh, you can sound off now at 515-282-9010. The lines are open now. Again, 282 9010. It is a wild card weekend. You deal the topic a wide variety from which to choose. Uh, no shortage of choices. Showing you a few here, but there's uh, nothing that really, well, I don't know why we're showing this, but. The Royals and the A's are the talk of the sports world right now, aren't they? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, 282-9010. Talk about whatever you want. Royals fans, how about that bonus coverage? Well, here's hoping flood water recedes faster than my hairline. We're having a hundred year flood every few years. Enough. Props to Dale Earnhardt Jr., NASCAR's most popular driver, for saying the Confederate flag has no place at the track or anywhere outside a museum. Apologists say the flag stands for history and heritage, but most of us think hate, racism, and slavery. The University of Iowa confirms what we all knew. Football season ticket sales are way down. Several factors, Ferentz fatigue, dull schedule, seven and six. But fans will still show, and if Iowa starts winning and winning a lot, the empty seats disappear. The football facility upgrades are one reason Iowa recruiting just had a promising couple of weeks. Some positive buzz going and then winning fixes all. That's neat even, even more at Iowa State, where the Cyclones haven't won a Big 12 game since 2013. The South End Zone project is a multi-million dollar distraction, a much needed, fully realized atmosphere game changer, but fans can only enjoy it so much if the product on the field doesn't deliver. Can't say that I know Steve Prohm, I don't, but I've enjoyed our interviews. He's learning just how much shadow Fred Hoiberg casts, and Prohm knows the expectations for his stacked roster. It's a reason he took the job. It always comes down to winning, though. You notice the thread here? But Prohm seems nice and sincere. Good to see Aaron White drafted. Remember when he started at Iowa and we all predicted he'd have a shot at the NBA? 
Me either. White worked hard for that shot. I was at Wrigley Field Thursday when Chris Bryant left the game with flu-like symptoms. It didn't take Twitter long to run wild with a theory. Bryant was hung over. <laughs> One problem, he doesn't drink. You see the Cubs fan who caught a foul ball while bottle feeding his baby? I thought it was cool, but some people were outraged. Some of those outraged people work in this building. Some people see the potential for a drop baby. Some people see the cool catch. Both are right, right? Both are right, cool and talented. Keith, I think the south end zone at Jack Trice Stadium looks great. It's not finished yet, but will be before the season opener against you and I. Let's face it, this stadium renovation comes at the perfect time. Imagine the talk leading into the fall if there wasn't a bold in end zone. All of a sudden, the focus shifts from two bad seasons to how cool the new end zone looks. I expect season ticket sales to be strong. Fans want to be part of a new season with a new look. That's natural. However, no matter how good that end zone looks, attendance will always boil down to winning. Mm -hmm. If the Cyclones struggle in their opening games and lose, the luster of the south end zone will fade very quickly. I think Aaron White is a great story of the guy using every ounce of his athletic ability to the max and proving doubters wrong. White was not heavily recruited in high school. He had two other high-level BCS offers other than Iowa. On Thursday, he was drafted in the second round of the NBA draft. That's cool. Give credit to Fran McCaffrey as well. Fran saw the talent in high school and helped develop White into a pro. I don't think White will ever be a star in the NBA. Heck, he'll likely play overseas for most of his career, but it's just another example of how hard work can pay off. It's a good story, and a good story going on for Cardinals fans right now. Uh, game is in the fourth inning. Cardinals leading the Cubs 3-1. to one. And they won the first two games of the series as well, so... Uh, <sighs> Cubs fans not happy right now. Uh, yeah, the, the Cardinals, they, they just don't stop. Nothing stops the Cardinals, mm -hmm. it would seem. Uh, Jones is on the south side. Uh, what's going on there, Jones? What's up, Murph? What's doing, going on, Jones? Doing three of my favorite things right now. Multi-screens on the south side. We got sound off on one. Mm -hmm. Grateful Dead on another. Ooh. Cubs Cardinals on the third. The, the, gra the Grateful Dead, the Cubs Cardinals, and sound off. Yeah, that's 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 the trifecta. That's a trio right there. Right there. Me, well, since uh, I, I assume you don't want to talk about when the Shakedown Street bust out is coming, we'll talk about <laughs> Cards Cubs. Go ahead, Jones. What's same on your mind? Ever, same as it ever was, Murph. Same yeah. as it ever was. I mean, the the Cubs they had some momentum. Everybody was riding high, and they come in and they're quickly reminded. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, Cubs fans are realistic, though, don't you think? This is bonus year. It this is. is a very yeah, young team. I, I agree with you a little bit there. I think it was bonus year, but things were going so well for a lot of those fans. It transformed to, wait a second, this is maybe the year? Any I, I, I know a lot of those people, at least. Any chance you think the Cardinals might have had advanced scouting on the Cubs? It's absolutely possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. And look, uh, hasn't the past a few winners of the World Series been the wild card team? One of those wild cards, you know, last teams in. It's a hot team. The so, hot team. And, and wins. the Cubs are in that fifth spot right now. So maybe Cubs fans are thinking, look, if we just get in, we can do it. Wayne is in Des Moines with an eye on the U.S. Track and Field Championships, which were here on uh, NBC on Channel 13 all weekend. Yeah, I want to give a big shout-out to Lindsay Leto, 
a Des Moines Christian graduate and uh, grew up in Des Moines. She placed fifth in the women's heptathlon with a personal best of, of 6,023 points. Uh, just a great performance. And, uh, We've seen her quite a bit at yeah. the uh, at yeah. the Drake Relays. So uh, thank you, Wayne. I'm glad you did that. Lolo Jones, what happened with her? Uh, here in the finals of the hurdles and watch her in lane eight, closest to the left side of the screen, hits the hurdle and she oh, pulls boy. off the track. Uh, I think Don Harper Nelson went on to win the race. So Lolo struggled and right now she's not on the U.S. team. We've seen that happen later in the race, most famously at the Olympics. Leroy is in Irvindale. Uh, Leroy, are you encouraged by all the recruits Iowa football's picking up? Well, I'd like to make a comment on that, just out of curiosity. I read the paper, okay. you know, under 17 recruits. Uh, when you say the paper, do you mean the Des Moines Register? Yeah, Des Moines okay. Register, I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, and there's no recruits that are west of Iowa. There's only four that are from the East Coast. And my concern is uh, Harbaugh and Fisher and... Uh, of course, Urban Meyer, mm -hmm. they're establishing satellite camps to go down into the deep south so they can get a view of people. And that was an article in the Des Moines Register USA section. Do you have any comments on that? Well, yeah, I, I look, it's, you can never compare Iowa to Michigan and Ohio State. If Iowa had a football camp in California, are there going to be tons of kids showing up to it? There might be a few, but they're going to be the under-the-radar less recruited guys. They're not going to be five-star guys showing up to, to this satellite camp. You're Urban Meyer or Jim Harbaugh. You can do that. You can go to the other states and get these big-time recruits because you're Michigan, because you're Ohio State. So Iowa is at a disadvantage when it comes to recruiting, but they're doing the best they can right now with the situation they're in. Uh, the recruiting has to, to get better, and they have to get more aggressive, yeah. and that is what we're seeing them do right now. But it's all about development. And When, yeah. when, when Iowa had great years, it was because – they took the two-star guys and, and made them NFL players. Yeah. And they got to get back to that. We haven't seen much of that um, in the last few years. So you're, you're not going to get the players that Jim Harbaugh wants. And it's Ferentz, just not going to happen. He's taking a different approach right now to recruiting. I, I, I want to say this, this class Volume? of next year. <laughs> yeah, this class of next year, I think they had like 200 offers out, like 50 just in the state of Georgia. They're being aggressive. So, so they're, I mean, they're yeah. going after guys that might not really – be ready, but they're going after them just in case. Lookalikes next on Sound Off. You send in one local guy, compare him to somebody famous. It uh, doesn't have to be a guy. It could be a gal. Uh, Old Spice is the judge. He takes the responsibility seriously. He, he looks these over for hours at a time. JT thinks Mark Farley, you and I football coach, looks Ooh. like director oh. Ron Howard, now known as Bryce Dallas's dad. Old Spice? I see something uh, there. That's yep. a good one. Yep. It's not just one. the hair. Uh, B. McCool, also known as at Xyra05. He thinks John Sears Me? looks like Eddie Haskell on Leave it to Beaver. Old Spice? See, they even, they even tried to throw in the black and white there right. to make me look old school black and white. That's a nice touch. <laughs> Guys, you'd think that separating myself from normal everyday life would have cut down on the things that bug me, right? Well, who are we kidding? It's What's Bugging Andy next. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. We asked your thoughts on the new South End Zone at Jack Tri Stadium. Looks great, by the mm -hmm. way. Uh, Brent says the tired cliches of we don't have this and we don't have that aren't as valid as they used to be. More money than ever, more TV exposure, top flight facilities, third largest capacity in the Big 12. ISU is running out of excuses. Bennett says 
New South End Zone plus first two home games against UNI and Iowa will bring sellout crowds and excitement. If they don't win, however, fans will lose interest and CPR's seat, that's Paul Rhodes, seat gets red hot. Travis writes, if the fans sitting in the shiny new South End Zone don't see a win versus Northern Iowa, the luster will wear off quick. Man, is that true? True that. Mandy dead, writes, double true. I would much rather have a winning season in the old stadium than a losing season in the new Bold Inn Stadium. Winning is essential this year, no matter where we play. Sense a pattern reading these. Uh, during the NFL season, if a Sunday night football game goes overtime, there's a chance we'll see Andy arriving as we're leaving. That's a good thing, right? I think so. But yeah, there like are Andy. some things bugging him. Of course. Guys, it's now been five weeks since I turned into a vampire and began my life <laughs> as a part of the Today in Iowa show. Before I started the job, I was told by a number of other morning anchors that it takes about that long to get your body adjusted to the crazy new hours. And for the most part, they're right. <laughs> but you know me, there are a bunch of things that I don't think I'll ever get used to. In other words, I found a new list of things which bugged me. First off, the clock, which has ruled over my life for so long now, no longer makes any sense to me. Think of it, when your clock reads noon, you're probably hungry. When it reads 11 p.m., you're probably tired. When it says 2.15 a.m., you're thinking, what am I doing awake at 2.15 a.m.? Well, now when I see 2.15, I think I have to get up, and that's just wrong. A few seconds later, I'm confronted with what I found to be the single worst thing about this entire new life, the bathroom light. Oh. You ever turn on a bright light in a small room in the middle of the night? Now you know what a deer on the highway feels like. You're <laughs> paralyzed. Add in the exhaust fan and it feels like the LAPD is chasing you with an Apache attack chopper. After showering and dressing in the bathroom, the next challenge is walking back into total darkness and negotiating my way through the room, down the hall, and over the toe-stubbing, shin-bruising, ball-racking GD baby <laughs> gate at the top of the stairs. It's familiar, isn't By it? By 2.50, yeah. I've got to be on the road, which is actually pretty nice at that time because there isn't any traffic. Even the cops are off the roads at that hour, which begs the question. If there are no cops and no traffic, do I really have to obey stoplights? I mean, if I'm the only one in line at the deli, I don't still take a number. I sometimes hit come and go on the way into work, but at that hour, they haven't even made fresh coffee yet. And why should they? 3 a.m. is so early, it's technically still late. <laughs> Finally, back to the clock. When it reads 7 a.m., I am starving, but not for breakfast, man. I want food. I want pizza for breakfast, but I don't want breakfast pizza. Does that make sense? But at that hour, I'm SOL. Gusto, Fongs, someone, do me a solid on some solid food. Guys, after 17 years as a night owl, there were bound to be some challenges. And as Andy fails, you knew there would be something bugging me. True, mm. true. Uh, see you in a few minutes, Andy. Uh, the State Fair has new foods. We rank the best next. We'll also take more live calls at 282-9010, and let's get this Periscope going. Boom. Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. We asked this question earlier today. 
who will have the better NBA career, Royce White or Aaron White? Was this just done because they both have the last name White? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, and one Hawkeye, one Cyclone. B. McCool says, uh, since Royce White can't fly, pretty much ends any chance of a great NBA career. Aaron, not sure he is fast, tough enough for the NBA. Colin tweets, I'm going to have to go with Aaron White. If Royce could get over his anxiety, then I might go Royce. Connor says Royce White could have been a stud if it wasn't for his extreme anxiety and mental problems. Tim says Royce White truly, if, if Royce White truly wanted to play pro ball, he would take a boat to Europe. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, <laughs> and you would have to fly. <laughs> and stay? I guess you just stay. Uh, who's in your five of the new State Fair Foods, John? These are the ones oh, my I'm willing goodness, to try. Actually, incredible. I want to try. Number oh. five. Char- chocolate marshmallow malt. I love sweets, so this is right down my alley. I'll do that. Ultimate bacon explosion. Well, did they pop us up for a reason that we're the ultimate bacon explosion? I, I think we're just trying to gain momentum. All right. Ultimate bacon explosion. Look at that thing. How many calories do you think that thing has? I, I don't know, but no carbs. Uh, number <laughs> three. Deep fried nacho balls. Those look good. Oh, yeah. My kids will want these because they're called balls. Uh, number two, golden fried peanut butter and jelly on a stick. That sounds fantastic to me. And at number one, uh, that I'm most willing to try, the 27 degree super chill the beer. Super chill beer. I went to college in Georgia, and the one thing I learned there is beer can't be too cold. I know the beer snobs say it can be, but mm. I, gr- I like cold beer. I was going to say I grew up with cold beer. Cold that, beer is that better than warm good. beer, so I'd, I'd rather have some ice chunks in the beer than have it warm. All right, let's get back to some phone calls here. Jeff is in Des Moines. Hi, Jeff. Hawkeye football, what are you thinking about here at the end of June? Yeah, I just wanted to say I'm a child of the 80s and a teenager of the 90s, and I remember what Hayden Fry built and Kirk Ferentz kind of carried. What do you guys see Hawkeye tradition as far as recruiting nowadays? I think you strike gold every couple years with a, with a crazy class where a couple guys overachieve. Maybe you get a four-star, maybe one five-star every five or six years. But mostly it's going to be three-star guys that turn into four-star guys for the good years. The bad years for Iowa are when the two- and three-star recruits stay as two- and three-star recruits and don't develop into the better players. I, I would add one thing to this, though, Jeff. I think in this day and age that it hurts if you're considered a little bit of a stale program. And I I think that Iowa has a little bit of an old-fashioned image right now. It doesn't look like the video game football, the alternate uniforms, the brand that uh, kids are wearing in all corners of the country. I I think that hurts a little bit. I don't know that you had to deal with that kind of image as much in the 80s or 90s. I think Not it's in a bigger, the Fry era, I think yeah. the cool factor is a, is a bigger part of recruiting Because everybody now. sees everybody on TV now, so everybody sees what Iowa looks like. Everybody sees how they play. Let's take a call from Brian in Des Moines. Kansas City Royals. Brian, how about those Royals? Hey, congratulations about putting the entire All-Star team <laughs> together from your Kansas City Royals. Do you not believe that you're getting a fight on the West Coast? I'm going to have to buy a vowel. Uh, what was that? I think he was sipping on a super chill beer. <laughs> it's a sipping little, on, Ryan, it's a little bit. A su- you're sipping on a super chill beer. beer. Yeah, it was just it, a little, little tough connection there. Let's go with tough connection. All right, there is a new home run queen. Uh, here's the record-breaking shot from Centennial's Kendall Lindemann. This Boom. was Monday night. 
Nice job shooting this, by the way, Mr. Sears. Uh, that's one of the topics John and I hit next in Face Off. While Murph was at a Cubs U2 doubleheader, that's I was a good, doing... That's a good night. Cubs U2, that's a great night, man. That's a great night. I was doing research for this show. It's Face Off. Outside the lines reported Pete Rose bet on baseball while he was playing. You can't be surprised by this. I, I'm not. No one should be surprised by this. Rose has been a pathological gambler and a pathological liar. But as wrong as he sometimes acted off the field, on the field, Rose did it the right way. Good. I, I wanted to see him in the Hall of Fame. He was a great player, but I don't think we will see him in the Hall of Fame, not during his lifetime anyway. Remember, it's a lifetime ban. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him in there either. Cubs legend Ryan Sandberg surprised many by stepping down as Philly's manager. Philadelphia has the worst record in the majors, and Rhino got emotional about it. He looked miserable. Sandberg never got it going in Philly, and, and since it was an e he was an easy choice, a fan-pleasing yep. choice for Theo Epstein to name Cubs manager, and Epstein didn't hire Sandberg. It makes you wonder if he knew something. Managers tend to recycle, but I wonder if we'll see Rhino back on a bench. He was only there a year and a half. Might be hard to get another job. Yeah. Uh, Centennial's Kendall Lindemann built the suspense, but she hit home run 55 Monday night. The new state of Iowa record. Lindemann's swing is a thing of beauty. She just crushes Ooh. the softball. And props to Ankeny High, her former school. Uh, head coach Dave Bingham said he pitched to Lindemann, and the Hawkettes did. They did. Diddy or P. Diddy, or Puff Daddy, or Puffy, spent time in it's jail. It's a half-hour show, Joe. Okay. Spent time in jail after police say he swung a kettlebell during an altercation with a UCLA coach. What rhymes with kettlebell? Metal hell? That's coming to a rap song near you. A Diddy acting like a helicopter dad just proves there's no getting away from upset parents in organized sports. Just They're everywhere. Can't make it can't up. Can't do it. And word on the street is talks are underway for Taylor Swift to provide Super Bowl 50 halftime entertainment. Good move? Smart move. T-Swizzle's the biggest star going right now, and she's not in her 60s. I'll bet this happens, and I'll bet it's huge. Mad uh, love. Yep. Roger writes uh, to sound off email, soundoff at whotv.com. Um, Roger writes, LeBron, LeBron misspelled there, but we know who LeBron. he means. LeBron. LeBron is a player whose skills are worthy of envy, but whose attitude is terrible. His comments after game six should show what he really thinks of his teammates and coach. Clearly, he was not the MVP of the series. Perhaps it was Steph Curry or the guy who was voted to receive it. LeBron is the first to demand respect and the last to give to anyone, including his coach. I'm guessing Roger is not a LeBron fan. I picked that up. He's not a fan of L.A. Bron either. Cardinals leading the Cubs. Four to one in the fifth. Looking for the sweep, inning. I think, wow. isn't it? That's a three-game series. Looking for the sweep. All right, Brian, uh, calling back on the Royals. Brian, what is it? What did we miss? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Brian? I can hear you a little better. Hey, can you not believe the Royals did not get in a brawl in Oakland over the weekend? Well, we've we've seen that play out once uh, this season already. Brian, we have to take a quick thought from Cheezer. He's out of the penalty box and wants oh. to say a few words about the Royals. Keith, that's uh, four, four in a row for the Royals. Let me tell you, it's time to get on the bus and forget about us, Murph, because uh, 
move it or lose it. Get on the behind this one. I could not have said it better myself, nope. Cheezer. You said exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. We're back next week. We hope you are too. This week's shout out is to Sound Off fans Bernadette and Daniel. Congratulations on your engagement. The Sound Off send off, the history making blast of Centennial's Kendall Lindemann. She can drive 55. That ball is out of here.